Welcome to the Bayside Boys. What can I get for you today? Welcome back to the show. We are your hosts, Nicholas. Nicholas. Niepfeld. Ethan. So, Ethan, I believe it was, saw an interesting question. And yes. we decided that uh, because we're incapable, once again, of coming up with a, a topic, that we would, I mean, discuss the question. Do you want to ask the question, Ethan? Sure. If you were granted $10 million... Would you still go to school and or work? So that's if I checked my bank account right now and there was $10 million in it. Yes. And I didn't get screwed by taxes and or the IRS. Yeah, tax-free yes. income. Ta- yeah. This is after taxes, $10 million. That yeah. means I could have had $20 million and I'd be even more upset about <laughs> You'd be salty income tax. <laughs> you, you, you wake up salty one day. Salty people tend to be salty. You wake up like. one day, you look in your bank account, and there's $10 million. What I Com- was- Commas and everything. I Nico would faint first. No, I wouldn't. uh, Faint first, ask questions later, and then me. I would have trouble standing up. A little weak in the knees? A little very weak in the knees. And then I'd probably yell for my parents. But that's not part of the question, so that's neither here nor there. You you wouldn't be like, well, that can't be right. Time to go knock heads together at the credit union. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I wouldn't question it. Not I would once. question it, and I, I would question sure it because fine. I don't want to have ten million dollars that I go spend, and then oops, that's a mistake. You have to pay it back. But you wouldn't have to pay it back because it wasn't I, your mistake. But no, I want, you, I want the peace of mind. Well, you have to be sure. I think there's, there's, you have to double check before you. I'd go there. play it risky. See, I, I'm with Nico on this. I would take it and run with it. Start paying things off. Start, just start spending it, living it a little bit, and then worry what the consequences later. But I would absolutely, I mean, before we get to how I'd spend the money, I would absolutely still go to school and work. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and that's because I've seen the type of people who have a lot of money and either don't work or haven't gone to school or, you know, quote unquote work or quote unquote went to school, as in paid up the $150,000 to go to liberal arts and get a useless degree. Hey. <laughs> and I don't want to be those people. I don't want to be the person who ends up using my money to become an influencer or starting up. You don't want to wear like the TikTok leggings and. No, and I don't want to be the kind of person who uses the money to start a business that rips people off and preys on their insecurities, which is what a lot of people do. You know, financially, maybe a smart decision, but you're a dick. And I don't want to be that any more than I already am. Aye, aye. So. Aside from that, I also want to further my education, and having the money would just mean that I could get my education wherever and however I please. There's yeah. there's no rush to start my office job. There's no worry about how I'm going to pay for transferring, any of that, which would be really, really nice. And then I'm going to school for a job that I'll hopefully enjoy, so... Or you can get a job that you don't have to worry so much about. Yeah, that could still be an enjoyable job, but is less focused on the income. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I'm doing the job because I enjoy the job, not because oh I need the money. Mm-hmm. 
I don't need to worry about making you know well, six I mean, figures. There are those people out there that say you should get the job because you enjoy the job. I completely yes, agree those with people that. People don't live in the Bay Area. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you can live in the Bay Area. Well, no, but I think there's some you know. There's some truth to both sides of, yeah, you want to get something that you like doing, but sometimes you got to suck it up because, you know, your underwater basket weaving ain't going to pay the rent around here. Yeah, you got to have a really realistic expectation. As much as, as much as I hate it, as much as we hate it, money matters. Mm -hmm. yeah. So moving around for money and switching jobs for money is very real and very... Um, it's, it's something very real, but something, something that I totally do. don't want to do. Moving around is kind of a different subject. That's. But sometimes it's what you have to do. I'm not saying it isn't, but I'd rather do a job that I didn't like than move. Bottom line. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. but if you could make 50% more money moving to a different city. It depends if it's I ain't going it. to Denver. No. No. So basically, you know state saying? lines, state, the state lines is where you draw the line. More than state more lines. Than state lines. You think I'm going to move to the Central Valley? If you could make 50% more and you and you felt like you needed the money. That's when it's enjoy your job and your life will be happy. If you hate your job and you have to move to the Central Valley, your life's not going to be happy even if you're making more money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're Cause in the Central like, Valley. Because, like, think about it. <laughs> your, your location at that point is almost worth more than the money that you're making, in, yeah. in my opinion. It, it depends. We're also in a very unique position here where we are. Like location-wise, where you're either paying up the nose just to live, or you're in some terrible borderline wasteland, mm -hmm. an hour and a half away from any civilization. But in this scenario, we have ten million dollars in our bank account. Yeah, I yeah. think we kind of derailed the subject a little bit. <laughs> so, so you got ten million bucks in your bank account. What you doing? W would you move? Well, I think. Have we gone around the room and said if everyone will work? I know Nico said he. I said I'd go to school and work, and I and I laid out no, my reasons. No explanation. Okay, I would because I'm guessing I'd have my job that I'd want at that point. I'd be a firefighter, and I would still do that because why not? Oh well, you also just graduated, so you don't have to worry about school. Yeah. Would you, would you go back to school for any reason? I think so. I'd go take certain classes, yes. Like, if I could take machinist classes and stuff, I would 100% do that. But you wouldn't necessarily go for a second degree. Why no, not? I don't think I need a second degree. If I needed it, I would. Like, a master's type thing. I don't think I'm going to need it, I think there'd though. be a point where you just were like, screw it. I'll let's my, do it. I'll get my PhD in that. Uh, if I felt like relearning how to take tests and stuff was worth it, I would do it. Yeah, but it kind of comes back to what I said earlier, which is you don't really have to worry about school that much. Take well, the classes, enjoy it wouldn't, the classes, it wouldn't, but passing or not passing doesn't... Oh, no, 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 no. We pass stuff, and we pass stuff at A's. But you wouldn't have to. Because, But it's a standard. Oh, well, it's your standard. And you have to maintain the standard. It's not because other people care. It's because I hold myself to that standard. Yeah. So that's kind of... So in that case, all the pressure's still on. It's not pressure. Well, in some cases it's, it is. It it is, but it's not like it's something that I'm like unreal expectation. I know I can do it and I've done it. So I'm not gonna be like, Oh, I'm gonna try this new. I've never done this before, you know? It's like, well, if I keep my study habits how I always have had them, why not? But that's beyond the topic. I would definitely work and I think we're not getting into the rest of the question. We're just going if you'd work or not. Yeah. And I might work even two jobs still. Even with that much money. Really? Yeah. Well, at that point, you'd probably be working as a firefighter, or you'd hope. It's only two days a week. Really? Oh, but they are like 12-hour days, aren't they? Or more? 48 hours. Oh. Two on, four off. I feel like I know firefighters who've worked more. Oh, because then there's overtime on top of that. Ah, okay. So it's at least mando. 48 hours straight a week. Yes, minimum. 
And then you can work overtime or if you get mandoed or whatever, yeah. yeah. What else would you do, do you think? Probably still keep teaching sailing. Or find myself some other job to do. Yeah. If you were to teach sailing, would you start your own? No, 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 no. no, no, no. I will work under someone. Okay. I know what it takes to manage a program. At that point, you'd have so much time outside of the necessary. Time is one of those things that kind of gets away from you. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) You're telling me? (laughs) I mean, just look at this podcast. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, I guess that brings us to uh, Ethan. Yeah. Um, I, I would still working. I, I would still, I would still work. I'll still go to school. Um, would you go for I, a second degree? I, I depends. Depends on um if I think getting a second degree would benefit me. Okay. Because, like I said, I, I like I mentioned before we started the podcast. If I actually did get the ten million dollars, I would use that money to start. Like my own company, like yeah, I want to well, do. We're getting there. We're getting. No, 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 no. So, 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 so what I'm saying is, if I'm, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna work the job that I want to do, that I want to work with the degree that I have, unless going back to school and getting another degree, adds value to that. I don't know if I will. Okay. So, like going on to a master's and a PhD, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, um, okay, a master's isn't a bad idea because you could do like, you know your undergrad in either engineering or something like that and then you do your master's in either engineering management or an mba or something yeah i, I do a um master's in business yeah yeah an mba yeah. right and, and that's that. kind of like you have your degree for what you kind of are in your field and then you got your yeah. mba for the whole management business which makes sense because a lot of times people move into management roles later in their careers and most are very vastly unprepared for it yeah, yeah oh no an mba prepares you really well probably school for like an mba yeah so yeah. mba is pretty hellish though yeah, um, I was really young when my dad got his, but I recall him coming home extremely late. But he was also working, working. Yeah, yeah. So you're working, I mean, and you're basically back that. to a yeah. full time student because well, they'll they'll space it out a bit more, but yeah, but it's still a lot of added work. The big thing is relearning the testing and all that stuff. Relearning how to be a student after not being a student for twenty years. Mm-hmm. See, but that like in my in my case where I want to be self employed when I'm older, do I? Do, should, do I need really? Do I really need to go back and grab a master's degree? If it makes maybe it not. easier to run your, I don't business. know. It depends. But yeah, exactly. Could, yeah, but in that case, is getting the entire degree worth it, or just going back and taking some management classes? Sometimes getting the degree is worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It Sometimes depends. you have to take so many management classes that you might. You might. Exactly. Well yeah. Degree. So it, it yeah. depends. It, it's up in the air for me. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Sounds good. Yeah. So we move into the second part of the question: What you do? Oh, with no, Nicholas. Yeah, yeah, Nicholas. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I wanted. Say that I would, but then I feel like everybody else has said that they would. We don't have any dissenting opinions. Okay. Well, but bottom line is, I would still work. You, but you might not work at your current job, but you'd find yourself another job. Well, it depends if I enjoy what I'm doing. Mm. I don't see a reason to hop around. I and it's kind of like I'm people, saying, like start your own glass company, or that'd be like a side thing. You wouldn't start doing that full time and use your ten mil to fund part of that. Well, I might fund it, but I don't think I'd do that full time. That would always be like start a side thing, but um, side chick type stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know, a lot of people think that you have to move around to move up and get the job that you want, and I think not enough people stick around. Everything that you hear is like every two to three years you should be moving, and that which is hurts. terrifying. I would never do that. It hurts so many industries. Yeah, but because you invest in people and you train them, and then they leave. Now you have to train the next group. What ends up happening is you have people with one year on the job, people with 30 years on the job that are about to retire, and nobody in between. 
That's a very, it's kind of a modern phenomenon, people moving up and down and across jobs so much. It's actually a little happening a little too much, and it's not a good It is. It's odd because so many employers expect their employees to constantly be climbing a ladder. Yeah. And what that means is eventually the employee is going to hop ladders. Yep. And there are some jobs where you kind of have to stay doing the same boring thing and wait a really long time before you actually get to what you want to be doing just because of the process that's involved. I would be scared to do that just because I want to actually know my job super, super well. And I feel like it takes more than two years to do that. It takes at least a year to figure out what's going on. To be not drowning. Well, just to be self-sufficient. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been working for eight months and I'm barely getting there. It still takes a lot of hand-holding, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, moving around a lot is scary. But, yeah, I think I think working's cool. And you'd probably go back to school? I'd be open to it. Okay. I mean, I'd probably be open to it now. Yeah, uh, one extra class a week. I, I assume it's mostly for the gym membership. It could very well be. <laughs> Doesn't exactly count as a different degree. But not really. Or going back to school even. But you'd get your, your certificate in fire. Yeah, but I'd also be open to doing a master's. You know, go get my uh, advanced open water. I I was going to uh, mention, because Nicholas mentioned his dissenting opinion and almost saying he didn't want to do it. I was going to say, the only logical answer, aside from the whole, like, I'd want to stay in school or I'd want to work, is $10 million in the Bay Area is not a lot of money. I was just going to start crunching the numbers. So, you buy... A reasonable house. Five million. No, 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 no. I, oh, well, that's not five million. Okay, one sorry. Point five. One, one, one point five. five. Two. I want a house that Ooh, I can, like, take care of and not geez. be, like, Sheesh. Okay. Like, the okay. houses we live in now. So, let's, if we go 1.5. So, now you have 8.5. Utilities, that's, utilities again, that's property taxes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and all that stuff, okay? And then... Insurance. Insurance. Um, You know... Food, gas, General cars, maintenance. maintenance, auto insurance. I now, think you could live, but it wouldn't be extravagant. It, it, you, it wouldn't be extravagant, and your best bet would be to invest at least five of that $10 million. No, your best bet is to take nearly all of that $10 million and buy real estate, either apartments or houses or condos. Well, and then you went to talk about cars. Which, you know, you can be frugal about. You can get yourself a Corolla or something manageable. No, you can buy a nice car. A nice car. But it can't be too nice because then you're paying even more for insurance and even more. Yeah, but okay. But let's say you spend 60 to 70 grand on a car. Again, it depends on the car. That's, you can get a nice car for 70 grand. Yes. But depending on the car, it might, it might screw you over insurance wise and maintenance. I'm saying a 350 to to 250 diesel pickup is about 60 grand. Sure. And you're not going to get a a smart vehicle. For the people that are not inclined for that, you could get a used, very nice sports car for 70 grand. Or you can get, even get some newer ones. You can can even get a used Ferrari for 70 grand. That's that's not a good investment. Because insurance and maintenance is going to destroy you. Yeah. You got to pull the engine. Well, you got to go drill an oil well every time you want to do an oil change. Well, and for like, you don't even, I wouldn't buy a used car if you have all that money. Because you're going to be spending more money. No, he's right. Maintaining it. Yeah. 
and fixing what, what the previous owner broke. It, it depends issue, on the type of car. Yeah. The issue with buying brand new is that you lose money the moment you hey, drive hey, it. We're talking about $10 million in your bank account now. Yes. We're not worrying it about money. It loses money when you drive it off the lot. But it's but yours and when it's you new. get someone else's disaster piece. It doesn't like, have to be a disaster piece. It, it Nico, doesn't you don't know. It can be a two-year-old car you don't that know. has less than 10,000 miles. You don't it know. It can have 10,000 racing miles on it. Yeah. And you don't know it's got 10,000 racing miles on mm. it. Could have been like, redlined Imagine if they did the Baja 1000 10 times in that truck, but that's all that they did. And they cleaned that's it up 10, nice 000, and you wouldn't be able to know. That's 10,000 miles. You know what those miles do to a car? It'd be lucky to get through 2,000 of those miles without falling apart. But, I mean, yeah. what it's are like the chances buying a brand new car that has those hard miles? Oh, I'm saying is, okay, you don't, here, yeah, you don't back know. Chicago suburbs. Well, you don't Chicago, know. They've got the rust and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. If we, they we salt the roads, things. two years yeah. of driving on salted roads? Done. Oh, yeah, oh, no, your, your car's done. But no, but you learn to check for all that stuff. But cosmetic-wise and everything. Yeah. I mean, it's like what's under the hood's a different story. Yeah, it's like you guys buying a brand new chainsaw. You paid top dollar for it, but you have no secrets. You know exactly that it's good versus me buying a $200 chainsaw that's 20 years old. Yeah. And it's a Pandora's box. And it I ends don't up being know. the million dollar man. And it was, it was, it's almost a $2,000 chainsaw at this point with all the fixes I've had to do. So is that we, worth it? If we had the money to spend the $10 million, get brand new. Get a new car. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, if we're talking like just like everything, but again, well, it depends actually, the type of remember, car. Remember, you've only got eight and a half million now. That's okay. I'll well, buy an SUV. I'm, I'm not invest six my, of those. I'm not. I'm not living here. If I have ten million dollars, I'm moving somewhere. Well, deep. I mean, if you go to Florida, sure, you're set. I'd still live here with my ten million. Oh, I'll go to Texas. No, I would I'll buy get, get forty acres. Properties here. Oh, I yeah. Think. Why two? Get three. I mean, sure. But I those, get myself those, a ranch. Think about it. Think the about second it. Second and third would be the investments. You buy three properties in this area. Mm-hmm. That's twenty-four, two point four million. Four million max. Nice. This area? Yeah. You buy a, a block oh. that you rent. Yeah. And then as the neighborhood gets nicer. As it is. Value goes up. You know? Yeah, buy residential properties. Yeah, that you rent. And, like, I'd still use some of my money. Like, I'd put so much aside for a car, so much aside for a house, so much aside for a business income. But we're all working. Yeah. Yeah, but, but so I'm taking— live on I'm, what you're working. That $10 million just well, is now a— it's a bonus, and then I use. Yeah, I definitely would use some of that money to build myself a nice shop. Yeah, but again, that's an investment. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of torn between real estate investments in this area or business investments because hmm. at the moment real estate is going up, but the housing market has crashed before, and it's going to crash again. Such is the nature of the housing market, especially oh. in an area as volatile as this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of the time, you can count on business value to go up if you invest in the right business. But see, that gets tricky. Because what business? What are people going to want to do? Well, you can years? invest in corporations. You can build your own business. You can fund somebody yeah. else's business. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go for a corporation investing. I would maybe for a good chunk because that's a safe investment. I think a safe investment is something small that you like can control. A, an index or mm. an ETF? Hmm. What is that like ex- exchange trade fund or some such something that I, that for me for me yeah for me that's too big of an investment I want something that I can but again it's a safe investment that's guaranteed to make you money because it's not something that. that grows quick but it's something that stays stable mm. it's it's basically a uh, like, like GE stock or something investment. yeah yeah something that's not GE is not going yeah. anywhere yeah 
it's not Bitcoin. It's yeah. not uh, actually. It's not blockchain at all. It's not. Tesla. It's not it's come not and go. Yeah. yeah, it's companies that have hundred year history. It's not something that's tied to a volatile market or person. Yeah. They just make everything from light bulbs to jet engines. Mm -hmm. But real estate could go up in value even more. It could, so, but you got to you got to what happens the risks like, and the, yeah. for whatever reason tech moves out of the area. Slowly, it is. You'd be able to predict that because here's the the thing with tech. It's not like other in industries. You know, you're, uh, you're Detroit's with all the auto. You can't just pick up a huge manufacturing facility and move it. These tech companies... Our little techs. They just need office space. They can literally pick up But that doesn't mean that they're moving overnight. No. So you but predict could you imagine what would happen to the Bay Area if your Grooface Mazon moved? Uh, the housing market would be destroyed. If, like, Google, Facebook, Amazon. Every single house within a 200-mile... Well, every single house within a 50 to 100-mile radius would lose half of its value, probably. Yeah. I but believe think it. about it. I don't now feel like that. people that actually work in this area doing normal jobs could afford Your cops, firefighters, and construction workers can move back from SAC. Yeah, that's true. You'd have a lot of people moving out, and you'd have a lot... You'd have a lot of happy so people moving in. It would stabilize at a reasonable level, but you'd still lose money in the housing market. Yeah. Well, yeah. And if you bought it when it was crazy, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, if I had like uh, an investment property, aka my laundromat, I never said I'd have it in the Bay Area. I'd have my laundromat in an area like Bishop or Lake Tahoe, where people live there because they live there. Well, you would want a certain amount of traffic. Well, I mean, a, a well, laundromat, a of laundromat. Yes, but you put it in an area with a very volatile goo face moves on moves, and now no one's going in your laundromat because nobody lives there anymore. You put your laundromat in somewhere that people live there because it's a small town and they need a laundromat. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're going to use your laundromat because they're really not going in there because it's a small town that they're just going to stay living there. They're not moving out. It's not high influx, come and go type stuff. People will always be there. That's why I would I'd pick my spot for my laundromat Yeah. to not be affected so much by housing market crashing or businesses moving in or out it's more like hey this is the one of two laundromats in town we gotta use it if i had the 10 million dollars and i had to pick one place in this country to live on the drive here driving through the black the black hills of south dakota no yeah south dakota oh no he's a dakota in the, the the black hills of south dakota where mount rushmore is the landscape there is just stunning. Well, I mean, you but then you'd like have to deal with all the crazy Native Americans who think that you're there to oppress them more. Well, then I'll just oppress them. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, j just like the 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 grass valley ranges of the um the hills there, just have like forty acres. That's it. It's just no. That, that's an if, if you're by yourself, forty acres is plenty. If I wanted to grow stuff, 100. You're repopulating like rabbits? Yeah, but definitely not here. Not here, not Chicago. Oh, I, yeah, no big yeah, cities. I need, I need to be away from big cities, and I just need land. That's all. 40 acres, give me a John Deere. Give me some Polaris ATVs. So, I've been so, popcorning like crazy. I don't think I can recite to you what you would do with the money because I'd, I'd be getting it crossed up with Ethan or Nicholas's or my own ideas. All right, <laughs> It should go without saying, and I absolutely uh, should have put this at the beginning of the episode, and I probably will retcon something into the beginning of the episode, but none of this is financial advice, and you should not be taking any of this as anything close. Or you could take it. Just don't advice. blame us if it doesn't work. 
Yeah. No, don't take it. I'm going to actively advise you don't take it because we're dealing with ridiculous hypotheticals and none of us know anything about having anywhere close to that amount of money. So we're actually just Spitballing. spitting into the wind. But the scary part is you said that. And if I actually did have that kind of money, I'd probably do exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. But, so, yeah, but you wouldn't want other people to like listen. Oh, if, because, look, because if, if you listen to this, I don't know. Oh, uh, Neepfert. Neepfert. Um, yeah, Neepfert. Yeah. It, you can listen to what Neepfert says, and you could try it at your own risk, like everything yeah. else we do. But well, yeah, if it jives with what you're thinking, exactly. Else, if it goes along with what you're thinking. If this yeah. corroborates what your idea is, yeah. my guest. But be honored. in case it does need to be said, we are not offering this as financial advice. We are not professionals in the loosest sense. Of the We're not professionals in anything. Actually, well, I'm I'm pretty good at, at talking. Procrastinating. And very, I'm very, good, very at procrastinating. good at procrastinating. Yes. But that's about where my professionalism ends. Sarcasm? That's what I got my undergrad in. <laughs> and dark humor. <laughs> I have a major in strategic communication and a minor in procrastinating. Uh, with that said, before we wind down, uh, I I think we have a couple more people to go through, maybe, or have we kind of gone over I it? Think we've Is there anything that you that you guys would do different? I mean, we could talk another hour. On Shotgun this. effects, blasted from the hip. You know, yeah. everyone's kind of thrown it out there. Then we could talk about yeah, like what if everybody found out? What would happen then? And then we just yeah. if every we can talk another hour, hour and a half. If everybody found out, found out sucks to suck. But Nikki's heartless. We already yeah. knew that. Well, no, to say heartless. It, does that assume that at one point I had a heart, or is that just... No, heartless is just generally speaking. Okay. You you never had a heart. You had one, and now you don't. And now you never will. Cool. Yeah. That's my vibe. Yeah, no, if everybody found out, that would get a lot more complicated a lot, a lot more quickly. Yeah. Well, that I, point, gambled, I gambled it. It's gone. <laughs> yeah, or at that point, you throw it into a trust, and I'm sorry. Uh, just go out, go down to no Vegas, put it all on black, see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, say a quick prayer, bet on black. Uh-huh. Gone in, like, four seconds. All of it. <laughs> Dude. That would... Oh, my that would, gosh. That would Can you imagine? the casino for another while. At the same time, easy come, easy go. <laughs> that casino would be pretty happy, though. And with that, folks, it is time to say goodbye. We sincerely appreciate you taking the time to listen and hope we've succeeded in bringing you entertainment. Follow us on Instagram at the Bayside Boys, and if you enjoyed the show and would like to support us, you can find us on Patreon under the same name. Stay safe, stay classy, and we will see you again next week. Goodbye. See ya. Take care, guys. Auf Wiedersehen.